Crumbly is absent. Insert staggering stories start now. It's a machine. It can't always get it right. Well, dear listeners, mm. welcome, welcome, welcome yep. to An Abridged Staggering Stories 402. Yeah. Adam's in America. Yeah. Well, he will be. He's not now because he's physically over there, but when yeah. this gets... Yeah. yeah, and and so yeah. we've got no news. No, we've got no feedback. We, me and Jean, blanked out Star Trek Five, so we've, we've got done nothing no to review. <laughs> I've got an addendum. I've got an addendum. Oh, okay. I have an addendum. We have I've, no news. No, I've got an addendum. It's not an addendum if we have no news. You've got news. Oh, can and, I have news addendum? And over to the news. <laughs> we're with Keith. Keith. Recently, due to the <laughs> entire Star Trek popularity back, back on TV with Paramount Plus, Star Trek Kelvin Universe Part 4, or Film 4, has slowly been dragging itself to production. <laughs> right. Unfortunately, it's hit a snag. Oh, what's that? They've lost the director. Careless of them. They, they, under they, the I was going to say, <laughs> they checked underneath the bed. They, they, had, they had it signed a director. But, the search for the director. Yeah, yeah but now, now, now... The worst movie ever. <laughs> Shakeman is now no longer directing. He's, Shakeman. He's off the project. Isn't that that stuff that woman did and then... Yeah, the shake and vac. No, that, that was it, shake and vac. No, 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 Matt Shakeman is abandoning the final frontier for apparently fantastic reasons. Oh, Fantastic Beasts 4? Oh, no, no, Fantastic no. 4. Fantastic Four. Oh, why would he do that? Well, well yeah, it's it, it, fantastic. More money, isn't it, surely? <laughs> fantastic Four is one of those troubled things that they've mm. never actually seemed to have got right. Mm. I, although I have watched it, I'm not including Fan Fantastic because that was just... The, the, the better ones has been the pre-Marvel oh, the, universe. The, the two from... Yeah. Okay. yeah. So do the, they, they have another, watch, another person lined up? Not as of this time. Not of uh, my... Um... Oh, Adam, chuck your name in the ring. You've <laughs> Why not? Yeah. Much so contracted to Jonathan Frakes. At the moment, (laughs) um, Marvel plans to release Fantastic Four in November 2024. So they're gearing that up. It's meant to be the first film of Phase 6. Okay. But but at the moment, uh, Paramount has released the statement saying... Matt Shakeman is an incredibly talented filmmaker and we, we regret the timing. Don't allow for him to direct our up-and-coming Star Trek film. We are grateful for his contributions and are excited about the creative vision of this next chapter and looking forward to bringing it to audiences all around the world. To be fair, he knows that Fantastic Four is going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Whereas Star Trek, yeah, it's been going sure. on and on for years. Yeah. It's, has, yeah, it's, it's been off, it's been on, it's been off. But like I said, since uh, this sudden revival on uh, Paramount Plus streaming, it's suddenly been on again. 
Mm. And well, things, were, things were yeah. coming together and they were in talks with the various people. But yeah. Yeah. Don't worry, by the time Fantastic Four's finished, they'll just about have their house in order again and they can jump back on. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Yep. And that's the end of the news. <laughs> well, I was interested. <laughs> I suppose if we've got nothing else to do, we could always have a chat about what we think is going to happen in the 60th anniversary story. Well, what's going to happen is I'm going to be sitting there in front of the telly. I'm going to have my crisps over here, my, my dips there, a couple of drinks, <laughs> and nobody, nobody is going to be talking to me during it. Ah, <laughs> just that's... so you know, that's the weekend Ben and Luca are coming to visit. <sighs> See, I, I can one-up you and I could be sitting there, I will have my glass of wine or cider ready i'll have the lights down low i'll have the tv all set up i will relax i will get five minutes in and then my sister-in-law will phone up <laughs> because she did that at the 50th anniversary and the adventure in time and space and on both occasions she says oh i hope i hope it's finished now <laughs> no it's just starting shut up you go away uh, unplug divorce your sister in law <laughs> i love her dearly off. but her timing sucks T- turns phones off and unplug <laughs> yeah exactly i yeah. think i will do well i can't because i can take the phone off the hook because it's now all fiber <laughs> yeah <laughs> anyway what about you adam what will you be doing i've no idea maybe it's cinema that'd be nice it would to... be good to be at the cinema again yeah or it would to be BFI, perhaps, or yeah. who knows. But and hopefully it'd be in. If it's at home, it'd still be on 4K somehow via the iPlayer or something like that. Live streamed. I don't know. I agree. I think we should. I think they should stream it at the cinema. I think they should. That would be that, wonderful. That, that was that made it event an event. Both deep breath, deep breath, and day of the doctor. Yeah. Again, I know it's been mentioned in many times, but sitting in the cinema and those who know when I really think you can't mm. and the, the air being sucked out of the cinema <laughs> yeah. I know that voice it was funny at the BFI <laughs> really as soon as Tom's tones rang out yeah people started clapping he hadn't even actually appeared <laughs> on the screen and people were clapping but anyway we're talking about the 60th yes. yeah yeah, yeah. Well, now- there are rumours that it might be more than one special. It might actually be three. I don't there know how it's going to work. Yes. I hadn't. I, I hadn't think there's that. going to be three specials. I don't know. Will they be together or will they be spread over the year? Because you've got the one in October. There'll be the one at Christmas. Uh, no Christmas one this year. Have no, they this year confirmed well, there's no Christmas it, it, one? I, 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 I something because okay. I am slightly confused. Is the regeneration story separate from the centennial? Because yeah. what is being shown? So we got we got two anniversary specials. We have got a Doctor anniversary, yeah, which is the sixtieth uh, yeah. in twenty twenty three next yeah. year, November, yeah. presumably. And then we've got the BBC's one hundredth anniversary, which is in October. Yeah, and there's Mutaka's final. So that's, that's, story. So that's that's the regeneration. Yeah. yeah, she will obviously go into regeneration at the end of the episode, presumably. Yeah, mm-hmm. you'll we have a, just a quick glimpse of Shooty. Yeah. Perhaps. Possibly. <laughs> well, no. It would be ridiculous not to. It, it would. It, it would, but... except for the premise that I have been told the story's going to work on. Hang on, hang on. Spoiler music, spoiler music, <laughs> potential shalalalala. Oh, yeah. yeah, we should say spoilers be... for things which are rumoured and some things which are known, widely known. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know how widely known this one is. It's probably a rumour anyway. It's <laughs> 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 face it, it's all rumours. This one isn't. Um, once upon a time, there was a show called Doctor Who, 
and in an episode of Doctor Who, the Doctor had a Time Lord for an assistant, and she regenerated. But mm. when she regenerated, she hadn't quite made her mind up on which face to use. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. And therefore had a period of time, or grace as you could call it, where she could try out different faces, including maybe revisiting some old friends from the past. Yeah, it's, yeah. I don't believe no. It's that. not the Tenth I... Doctor. Yeah, but then yeah. how do you explain the companions that are apparently coming back? Yeah, it's uh, that's that's does... firmly on my the rumor pile. Yeah. alongside oh, who's that strange person? It must be the Rani. It must be the <laughs> blah blah blah. We, we, <laughs> I, 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 I acknowledge. Yeah. I acknowledge that we have what is it the the fifteen hours of flux with regenerative energy, so we can mm, grow yeah. back things. So yeah, we could yeah. perhaps swap faces then. But yeah, it's possible that they might do that. So the doctors never shown. The ability to do that, yeah, you, you have some kind of explanation as to why she suddenly got that ability. Yeah. But this is right. This is my own hypothesis, and you know how much I hate <laughs> hates the timeless child. Okay, you never mentioned. <laughs> right, working hypothesis here, and this is just totally off of my head. Yeah. So we can throw no, our indeed. ideas out. <laughs> so the doctor has gone charging around the universe to find this watch that tells her of her previous incarnations and Uh past. Mm -hmm. She got the idea that she is this timeless child from the master. Uh And Tatoon, but yeah, yeah. How did she get the idea? She ended up chasing the master to the Citadel of the Time Lords where everyone had disappeared. We never saw how they were killed. No. And we never saw... Anything more? The Cybermen. Right. Not Fast yet. forward to Jean's get out of jail cut free <laughs> Okay. Okay. It isn't the Doctor that's the timeless child. Okay. It's the Master that's the timeless child. Right. But the Time Lords cannot let him know that. So they have basically false identified the records that it is the Doctor. Okay. When he goes back to Gallifrey, they know he's coming back there, so they kind of create an illusion bubble. He thinks we don't we haven't seen that up to that point. So the Doctor gets there, he tells her this whole look what I found out. Whoa, whoa, oh you terrible person, you <laughs> She goes on the chase for the uh, the watch. Regeneration she gets more and more curious about My her past generations. Yep. <laughs> so does open the watch. What happens to a Time Lord if they open another Time Lord sets of regenerations? Oh. Is it enough to make them lose their own sense of identity? Remembering she's got so into her head, she is the timeless child. It could do nothing, but it could be a good way of having her regenerate. And so losing her sense of self and identity of having to go back to a fixed point of identity to re-establish yourself. Mm. I think that's a brilliant hypothesis, but I think it's too convoluted for Russell T. Yeah. It's simple. He's simple storytelling. I'm going to bet a you a shiny pound that they just ignore it. Yeah. I, I think they're more likely, as yeah. with the, I like the fact you think it, on my mother's side. I loved it. I thought it was a really I mean, good I idea. I like the yeah. fact you think it's a brilliant hypothesis. <laughs> yeah. See, it, it solves all the problems. We can have a timeless child. It solves yeah. all the problems. I just problems. think it's, it's too... Co- I've dis- yeah. I think they've yeah. decided to just wipe clear yeah. Everything yeah. got too convoluted, and they'll just forget about it. I yeah. don't know if they'll forget about it, but I don't think he will address it. RTD two, this is mm. will address it too quickly. I think it will come up again more in Whitaker's final story, mm. the centenary, yeah. the sixtieth, which is after. Oddly, yeah. uh, <laughs> I think will not 
not address the time as child at all. Because the thing is that they are very distinctly, and Russell Teast very distinctly saying that Tutti is the 14th Doctor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Though it obviously could lie. Has been known to lie. It has been, <laughs> it has been known to lie, but they've made this point in a lot more places, I think, than just one or two. It's actually been in print this time. Um, <laughs> so I'm wondering if either they're going to go for the flux regeneration... Or this is... It can't be a lost adventure that we haven't seen that the Doctor's remembering. Or we've got another War Doctor-type scenario mm. where this is a Doctor 13.1 somehow. Mm. Again, I think I think that will be too convoluted and they're going to go back to basics. Mm. I have my own theory pieced together from what I have seen in leaked production go photos. I don't think it's the Doctor at all. I you don't think agree. what's the Doctor at all? Tenant. David Tennant. I don't think that's the Doctor. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. agree. My main point to this... Not even the Hand Doctor. Yeah, <laughs> not even the Hand Doctor. My main point to this is the fact that if it's an unseen adventure, mm-hmm. why is he dressed as we've never seen him before? Mm. You've spent your whole life trundling around in uh, brown or blue mm-hmm. with a brown long coat yeah. and then suddenly for a week you decide to wear tartan and a blue long coat <laughs> devil's advocate please he just fancied a change <laughs> but why just a week because he realised why did this, he go back because he realised that really no this isn't me I'm going back to the brown <laughs> there's no, got yeah, no. to be a reason because he does have his own costume yeah, yeah. and they could have recreated it if necessary yeah, easily, easily easily recreated yeah. it was created by the BBC 15 years yeah. but he, he has one uh, maybe one is yeah, enough yeah, for he, the film he's, but... he's taken one with him well, <laughs> as still. I said there I think there's um, <sighs> my brain his wife, Georgia Tennant. Georgia. Georgia, thank you, Georgia Tennant. There's there's a couple of photographs of Georgia Tennant of David Tennant just about fitting in. Oh, I don't know. I don't know <laughs> one button that's just very creased. Put on a bit of weight. And there, there are other copies out there. There used to be one at the exhibition. Yeah. yeah. Which well, there, there's surely... there's more than enough companies now that produce uh, reproductions exactly. for you. I mean, yeah, for you. Yeah, so, yeah. so the fact he's got a different costume apparently from what we've seen is going to be a plot point. Yeah, it's not just I he. Had a change of heart on the day. Yeah, it's I don't a very think, deliberate decision. Yeah, I, I, I don't think change of heart is human. Perhaps no, no, I was but, playing devil's advocate. I know. <laughs> so what about Donna and her husband and Wilf? They're all uh, waxworks. Can I ask? Like, uh, like in Red Dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> what was the story where they ended up in Fantasyland? Second Doctor, yeah. Mind Robber, Mind yes. Robber, and the the, the, the master of the uh, master of the universe. You mean master of creation or master of? It was his name was the master because yes. I, I do remember reading that in a book somewhere when I was in my mid noughts so what, what was the story again? Um, mind Robber Mind Robber? No. Yes, the Mind Robber Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so we carry on, carry he, on, he carry was on the, He was the master of fiction that yeah, That's it, it. carry right. on, that's carry it. on because I'm gonna. you carry on with your point So I, I think this is a recreation a construct Yes, uh, An artificial fantasy Do you think yeah. Donna and Wilf and her husband her quite possibly the they quite possibly they may be real mm. as in it's the real world and it's because you've got their daughter yeah and it's somehow leaked out depending on Donna's reaction yeah mm. you know if she recognizes and chat then yeah then they will be all part of this constructed fiction mm. if not then somehow it has escaped and gone rogue perhaps it's from something like from Westworld yeah, that's what I was looking for, yeah. This is, this is one of the other ideas, because you've got this lovely character that's a lot of photographs in the suit with the top hat, looking a bit like the, the circus. Uh, oh, God. What's... Neil Patrick Harris. Oh, Neil Patrick, Neil Patrick Harris, Harris. Yeah. yes. He looks very much like a ringmaster. Yeah, or I, there are performer. theories there. He's got a couple of different looks. Yeah. yeah. Now, one of 
one of the theories is that's been knocking around is that this is an illusion Mm. that the Doctor regenerates and during the Doctor's regeneration, he basically captures the essence of the mind of the Doctor and also of characters that the Doctor has affection for, in this case Donna Wilf, etc., and creates Mm. them. And you've got this kind of like mind-robber game going on. Mm-hmm. But they are actually there. They know what's going on as well, which is why you come, he comes out of it, he ends up with They've been the new rose. They've been, yeah, time <laughs> scoop type thing. Or could he be a dream lord? And yeah, yeah, that kind of yeah. thing. They're all part of a dream. Yeah, that could kind be of the thing. dream lord, yeah. yeah. That, that, that's my thing. Simply as, as a based on off the look of David mm. Tennant. Because I, I can't see any other reason why. Yeah. Mm. And is he going to be the only one? That's um, the question. That's the question. Are we going to have also, are we going to have another five-ish doctors? Well, I That'd would be kind of wonderful. Yeah, I would. I would like is how they did it with uh, Big Finish, Zagreus. Hmm. Have all the other actors in there, playing not different. necessarily playing the Doctor. Playing well, they different. could play the Doctor because if this isn't really the Doctor, yeah, the fact they look older doesn't necessarily matter. matter. If mm. it's a, if it's a dream thing, could have been yeah. a costume which has been sized up a bit to fit them, and um, you're fine. I or, have or to... just have them all in the nice su- nice suits like uh, Neil Patrick Harris. I have to yeah. say, for a programme that's filming its 60th anniversary story, mm-hmm. that tends to be quite good at making sure it runs close sets and keeping people far enough away from it yeah. not to get many photographs. Because let's oh, yeah. face it, it's been filming a lot re- you know, yeah. over the last 20 odd years or however long it is, and really close up photographs <laughs> are not that common. I'm wondering if the fact that it allowed people to get close enough, but they've only been to the David Tennant filming bits, well, is actually a ploy to make us think he is the only one that's there in has, it. There has been lots of rumours flying around, so-so's appeared in it, so, but there's been no documented yeah. evidence. Yeah. So yeah. Matt Smith had been seen around Cardiff yeah. and stuff like yeah. that. Well, it's the same yeah. with the filming for the for the 50th uh, in Trafalgar Square with the TARDIS. Yeah. That was the only thing you saw. Precisely. Of. And, and yeah. these are being actually, these are things that they could have actually kept a lot of these locations. A lot more locked down in terms of people. Being oh, there I, to don't, get I don't pictures. know because the, there is it's in the middle of of the city. Birmingham. It is still, yeah, but, but even still, you're, you're never going to keep that. But then, as we but, said, who knew about Tom Baker's appearance? Well, it's, well, it's, yeah. it's one of the wonderful things that I did love. A couple of times in Matt Smith's reign, a couple of times in Capaldi's reign. And I think maybe once or twice in Jodie's reign is fandom has got hyped up and they're overexcited because David Tennant's been seen on the set. Matt Smith's been seen on the set. Mm. And yet they appeared just to drop in. They didn't yeah. actually yeah. appear to... Yeah, to say hello to... Film. to yeah, yeah. Quick, they happened to be in the area. segue. Yeah. Um, speaking of Donna, mm-hmm. uh, the Radio Times did a survey of, for companions, New Who companions, and Donna swept the board. Donna came first, Captain Jack came second. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sarah Jane came third. <laughs> no, um, no, it's Sarah, for New Who. For oh, New no, Who. but she, Sarah Jane was in there because she's been in New Who. Yeah. Um, yeah, only Sarah Jane got three percent. Amy Pond got eight percent. And Rory then, got seven percent. I'm sorry, small minor digression that has absolutely nothing to do with our current discussion. <laughs> right? Is there a spider? Hang, no, no, <laughs> no. Sandman, Dream of Cats, Cliope, Rory. Arthur Darvall was in, was he? Yeah, Arthur Darvall. Oh, yeah. He was, oh, yeah, he was lovely. No, he wasn't. He was a total arse. It's a dream of cats, one of the Sandman ones that's been shown. Yeah, 
after the ten episodes, there's a a special, a special it's as, animated, isn't it? Rima Katz is animated. Yeah. Because I isn't. had that 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 graphic novel mm. when it was released, and then it went walkabouts, and it took me forever ever to get the dream of cats again mm. but i, I have Lyope, to put yeah, i have to point out arthur darvel right bastard what a total tosser like real as life. was derek jacoby <laughs> yeah 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 in like real life no, no. anyway <laughs> anyway we divert diverse it's just that you, you it's, mentioned it's, it's an easy diversion because the sandman basically there's a meme out there neil gaiman i want that person from doctor who to appear in the sandman director which one neil gaiman yes there's so many of them in there yeah yeah, I suppose so. So, apart from our hypothesis, mm-hmm. if we threw the hypothesis, the photographs and everything else out the window, mm-hmm. what would people like to see for the 60th? Damn, a damn oh. good story. Yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, if, if you can redo Day of the Doctor... Well, yeah, you, you can't capture that. that, no. that if you can capture, capture the that essence. essence yeah. yeah. A really good story, some unexpected guest stars... Nothing too complicated, something that's just going to make us sit there and smile for uh, an so, hour. Something mm. along the lines of, I rather think you might. <gasps> yeah, it'd be great mm. to get some of it, preferably all of the living doctors yeah. in there. Yeah. yeah. Somehow. He's got a hard act to follow, though. Uh, oh, God, Day yeah. The Doctor was yeah. amazing. It was like amazing. Said, um, <laughs> th- uh, for, for me, three Doctors was fantastic. It did everything right. Five Doctors was a bit of a miss. Hmm. It was good, but it, it, was, it missed the mark. It was fun, but yeah. Yeah, it, I, I disagree, but I think that was an age thing. Yeah, mm. yeah. I got two Doctors. That wasn't quite there, but was better. And mm. Day mm. of the Doctor... It's just perfection. Perfection, really yeah. So, basically, if he wrote it in about 15 minutes on the back of a fad pack, it'll be brilliant. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's almost what happened with the Day of the I Doctor, know, isn't I it? I know, because when he sat down but to give write... give him time to actually it's, write something. Yeah, it'll be when, bloody when he, awful. When he sat down to write, all he had was... Uh, uh, Jenna Coleman, Jenna Coleman yeah. under contract. Yeah. When it comes to baddies, I think one main baddie. Mm-hmm. Don't try and cram too many oh, baddies yeah. in there. Yeah. I wouldn't mind if there is some kind of flashback. Oh, you know, I don't like flashbacks. I know you don't, but, but <laughs> you are looking back over two different generations worth mm. of. You've got original Who and you've got no or Who. Reuse old footage, you mean, or refilm yeah. it? Or... Yeah, old footage. A okay. bit, a bit like when oh, I think there was one where the Daleks of yet again capturing and it was, talking. It was resurrection the of the Daleks. Yeah. It was just J and T staple. Do all yeah. the flash. I but, hate but, them. But better done than that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, There's I had a job to do it work. I would like flashbacks along the lines of name of the doctor. So it's okay. new footage utilising old footage. You can't see their faces particularly mm, yeah. all they're so using with a face yeah. replacement. So tech. like like um, like when the doctor initially stole the TARDIS. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's either one of those things, it's either got to e- ignore its history and be a standalone story, maybe featuring a character, or in some ways it's got to mark both its yeah, old th- and new history. I think if it ignored its history, it would be pointless. Yeah, it's just it's how got, it, it's got it's to acknowledge it the history. It. Yeah, I mean, I loved the wall in mm. Unit HQ and just playing mm. Ooh, spot the picture. Yeah, but I also like the way they did when um, Clara was seeing all the different doctors. Yes, and you you know you recognise them even though you didn't see them. That's what I mean by a flashback, yeah. not a JNT oh, flashback. <laughs> Let's face it, we're fans, we don't know what we want, and no. we'll bitch about what we get. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, 
we have ever since we were at the Fitzroy Tavern and that bloody young actor and he's an established actor and he's going to be awful in it. I mean, putting someone like Pete Davidson as the doctor, he's far too young. He's far too young. <laughs> yep. Hygiene? Yes, please. <laughs> I remember all those arguments that went on, including from some well-known people within the bloody TV programme itself yep. now. Excuse me, bleep that out. Um, I mean, I, I would like to see something that, as you say, it's. I like to see something that's a good romp, mm-hmm. I'd like to see something that has got Easter eggs in it yep. for those in the know. Yeah, but it won't but damage that it. But won't damage yeah. it or wouldn't mm. spoil it. I mean, my favourite example of a perfect Easter egg is Who Is Your Parents? Um, Verity, Val- Verity and Sydney. And Sydney. Yeah. Wonderful. If you have no idea, you have no idea. Half if the you do have an idea, you go, yes. <laughs> That's the kind of Easter eggs I yeah. quite like. You know, the, the Coal Hill Road, Coal Hill School things, the stuff that... The head teacher, eye chest. Yeah, that yeah. don't mean a difference to anyone just watching, but do make a difference to if you, you, you want yeah. unobtrusive. Yeah. And the story can't be too complex. It can't. Mm. It's, it's just got to, got to be a good adventurous yeah. romp. It's got to catch capture you yeah and it's got to have pace to it and it's got to be something you want to invest in but yeah it can't be like some of them recently you need a notebook a flow chart a wall chart and you, you, you it, they, the story can't rely on you having knowledge of old who because mm. that would just alienate yeah. the new generation yeah, yeah. Think about RTD. He did never really made many references back to classic Who. No. So you think he of things like Clean Slate. Yeah. Some of the other writers in his tenure did a little bit, yeah. but not much. But he himself never really did. No. Yeah. So I wonder how he's going to approach this because obviously Moffat did a lot more than that. He did have the. I mean, apart from the Daleks and the Cybermen, he did have some of the more obscure characters back in. Hence, in it's Gridlock, like, the um the macro, the macro. Yeah, he did bring I back mean, for crying out loud, who's heard of the macro other than hardcore <laughs> yeah, fans? True. That's true. But so, it wasn't an everyday occurrence. But it wasn't an everyday occurrence, and he did it in a more subtle you, you, way. You, you, as I said, it's more subtle. You didn't have, as with JNT, this will be the flashback story. Yeah. yeah. You didn't yeah. have a story set aside. And in I, each. I hope the main baddie isn't the Weeping Angels. I, I don't think they are in this. No. And I would have kind of like the main baddie not to be the Daleks or the Cybermen as oh, well. Oh, God, I hope not. I hope not. I assume the Daleks will be there for the uh, centenary special. Yeah. Don't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, they could be there, sense. but... They're, they're not the main bad guy. They're inconsequential. Unless they're going to do something really outrageous. <laughs> I mean, yeah. for, for the centenary one, which is not necessarily the 60th anniversary one, they're kind of like two different things. Completely different. The centenary <laughs> one... You you can throw everything you like at it, including the kitchen sink. It's a celebration of the BBC as much as anything else. So if it hasn't got a Dalek or a Cyberman in it, <laughs> yeah. it will be a poor show. For the centenary, <laughs> the Doctor's never regenerated as a result of being shot by a Dalek, has he or she? Uh, could, could almost. Jo- could, he regenerated himself. Yeah. Yes, could, yes. could Jodie be the first Doctor killed by a Dalek? Well, Maybe. It, it, the 10th the Doctor would have died if he hadn't had... Yeah, but he didn't. Because so, he did regenerate. Yeah, I know, but it didn't, you know. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He regenerated yeah. into it. You want a whole new body. Yeah. Yeah. 
does make you wonder, will Jodie Whittaker be in the 60th? So you would think probably not. No. Because she would literally have quit so. the it, previous yeah. story. Yeah. But, uh, but again, it would be great if she was there. Yeah. Yeah. It's a year later. So she, would she be, you know... Well, so it's one of the reasons why Baker turned down the five doctors, because he felt he'd yeah. he literally, literally just, just left. left it. And well, obviously she was heavily pregnant as well, yeah. around the time Tennant was doing his bits. But there's no reason yeah. why she can't come back two again, months later. Yeah. To yeah. And if it's like this flashback scene... A cough and a spit. Yeah. And if it's an above... Well, I mean, even with CGI, if it's a full-body shot, you know, they can CGI babies. They did it in um, Game of Thrones. Well, didn't they? They? She can be standing behind a desk or with a long, a large bag. She's got yeah. quite a baggy coat. Sort of. Yeah. <laughs> One of the main characters on Game of Thrones it was Lena was Heedy. Quite, she Lena was, was extremely quite heavily pregnant. pregnant, so they yeah. they Look, CGI'd out the. I, 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 I'm just re- I'm just remembering yeah. uh, Scully. Uh, Scully from <laughs> yes. Ian Anderson. Very badly done back in those yeah. days. <laughs> there she is, a long shot. She looks. Or, or should they go the full Frasier? <laughs> yeah, oh yes. Yeah. I mean, to some extent, the celebration of the BBC one needs to be just throw everything at it. That that can be a, yeah. just just a monster fest because it it's the history also, of the show, it's the yeah. history of the BBC. It is, but it's also her final story, so they've got to give her a, a, decent, a decent set yeah. off. Yeah. Well, I would agree with you, but, you know. <laughs> well, I don't know. I think Chibnall's ear is not as bad as people make it. But. <laughs> Agreed. But, Disagree. Yeah. Which one's Sleeping that? in the shed. <laughs> as you say, Keith, you know, you, you can you can please none of the fans oh, yeah. some of the times totally. and all of the fans none of the times. I don't know. Yeah, I mean... The, Moffat the, did pretty well. He did, but it yeah. is a general rule. If you ask a Doctor Who fan what he wants or she wants, give it to them, they'll hate oh, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that as, hasn't changed in any, all If these. anything, I think we definitely don't, don't give the fans what they ask for. Just give them what they need. That's the last thing they want. That's the last thing they want. Yeah. Oh dear. But I, I take heart in the fact that it would have been very easy for the BBC if they were that minded to call a halt to the show at this point because of yes. the ratings and all the rest of it. I think yeah. it probably came fairly close. I think it, I think the, if it weren't for RTD returning, yeah, it might yeah. have I think it was very yeah. close. I also am heartened by the fact that unlike last time they actually made an effort to try and solve the situation. They're not looking to get rid of the Doctor Who franchise this time round. And they it's actually, a very different BBC now. Yeah, <laughs> and that's it. And they worked, they found Russell T. I'm wondering if they're hoping of asking him to do what he did back in 2005. And it's almost going to be new, new who. Yeah. You know, it's a total new kickoff. Almost, we won't forget about what happened. Like, he didn't forget about yeah everything that happened back in the 60s, 70s and 80s. But we're kind of like drawing a line in the sand and we will reflect it. But right now we're going into the new who or the new, new who. Here we hit the ground running. I, I'd say the Moffat did that too, to an extent. Mm. You didn't well, really I, have much I, I think, hangover from the RTD. Yeah, mm. I, I think to a certain extent, each new producer who comes in... Chibnall's a bit more RTD-centric in yeah, some of his stuff. Like yeah, that. but he, they, each new producer, even back to the old yeah. series, wants to put their stamp on it, wants yeah. to make it... But I think theirs. he's going to go back to basics, basics. And when Russell T calls it a day for a second time, I think they should avoid former fans like the plague. Mm. <laughs> Particularly Just... ones who have been on TV to complain about. Yeah, they need to look for the right person for the job, not, I... not someone who can tell you 
what production number was on Green Death's part three. You know, just... I, I wonder if it's a bit of a problem now, because TV is so prestigious and there's so much money flying around from mm. Netflix, from Disney+, Plus, from all these different streaming companies. Really great talent mm. has got lots of opportunities to get good work now. But that's the thing. I don't know about you. When I left school, I didn't have experience. But no one would give me a job because I was too young and I didn't have experience. But how do I get experience without being given a job? We have loads and loads of talented people that are being put through colleges and universities that are studying production stuff and all Mm -hmm. the rest of it. The original series was started by a woman in first, an age when you didn't have women because she was gonna, her, yeah. she was you know the first female producer will give us some crappy little TV show she can bugger it up and no one notice a gay Indian guy who again did not fit into the corporation etc why is this desperation to have a name someone established as the showrunner the producer the executive why don't they do what they did once upon a time and actually take a chance on new talent? Because if you don't promote new talent, you don't have old and established and existing talent. It would talent. be kind of wonderful if the ratings were increased by someone completely new yeah. and the show's come full circle yeah. and it's new talent that boosts it onto the next generation. Mm. Support them. Maybe go back to the old model of an executive and a, 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 of a director and a, an and Isaac, and have someone there as the supporter who has experience. You know, like J and T had in his first season. In mm-hmm. J and T first season, and actually bring in some new talent, nurture someone. Yeah, maybe they're a fan because they've watched it on TV or what have you. I really but, don't. <laughs> but not in the way that they're a fan now. I mean, as in. I watched it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. It'd be hard to find someone who's not heard of it. (laughs) But all of this, there's a big difference between there's no one that can do it and there's no one we want to take on to do it. It's risk-taking, isn't it? BBC are quite risk-adverse. Yeah, in this day and age. To begin with, it's it's an institution. Yeah. Yeah. New new ideas in an institution like the BBC move at the speed of a glacier. And you've also got to remember that you've got the whole defund the BBC movement going on, so they're scared of their own shadow in many respects. I mean, they don't take unsolicited scripts anymore. They've become so insular. You know, you only write for the BBC if you write for the BBC. You look at the actors that appear on stuff, and it's almost like a call that gets run around. Oh, this is is the actor of the month. This is the flavour. This is our next new thing, etc. I'm not sure if I agree with that, because I wouldn't have a job at the moment if they weren't willing to take risks no but they don't very often mm. but i i really do wish that when or hope that when it comes to the point where russell t says okay i've settled the ship that they actually do look outside of the gene pool and don't just sit there going oh right, we want someone with a radical idea who's gonna do this this well, and carry, this carrying on the metaphor though then they could be accused of yeah russell's steady the ship and now you've just driven it straight onto a sandbank <laughs> by yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> An established act person who's got an opinion on it, yeah, Chibnall. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you've got to risk whichever way you do it, but this, the whole argument of there is no one. Yeah, I think that's, I agree that, with you. I'm I think sorry, that's, but that's, that's rubbish. Rubbish. It's, yeah. Uh, it's unclear, too, with 
Bad Wolf Studios. Mm. <laughs> Quite where the control would yeah. lie with who yeah. will be the next showrunner. Yeah. Is it still the BBC? I presume it is still the BBC who ultimately choose I that, think, but I, I don't think know. It's, yeah, I think it's ultimately the BBC, but now you've got Bad Wolf Studios. So I'm not sure what the arrangement is, but Bad Wolf yeah. does have the majority... Con- I don't want to say control, but... They're certainly, well, they're obviously making it. They're, yeah. they're, they're, ultimately, they're, they're producing they're, it. They've been contracted. Got, then you've yes. also got Sony above them. Mm. But yeah. if it's still but, owned by the BBC, and yes, they're outsourcing it. They're contracting it out to them the to make. Least they will have, they will have that. Yeah. They will have a veto while they have that contract. But at the end of that contract, if the contract is for Bad Wolf Productions to produce it for five years, let's say, mm-hmm. at the end of five years, the contract's over. They have no more say in it than if I'm contracted to build a house over five years, I get to say who moves into it. My contract finishes at the end of that five years, yeah. it reverts back to the owner. I, I assume that the contract is going to outlive RTD's tenure. second tenure. Yeah. I yeah. think that's only going to be for a couple of years, probably, yeah. if that. It also depends on what's written into the contract. It may be written in, you do it, but we as the BBC have the ultimate clearance and say, you can put up your sure lanes. So what have, yeah. You know, it, <laughs> well, it's, I mean, they got their fingers burnt with Fox. Indeed, yeah. They got yeah. their fingers burnt with the Daleks. Okay. Interesting. The thing I really care about most is that it all somehow fits together. Mm. So we may not see Gatwa at the end of the centenary special, but it's somehow got to be very clear that he is the next regeneration on from Wataka. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how they're going to do that if they've got this entirely separate story in the middle before he appears, if that's what they're going to do. I don't see how they could do that, though. I don't know either. Maybe he's got some clever idea. Maybe it's all in her mind during the regeneration. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Christ on the bike. That, 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 yeah, it's kind of like the shower scene. It's it's like oh, yeah, do not bring up the shower scene. Don't you dare. So, 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 what we're actually going to get is a shot of Matt Smith. No, no, Peter Capaldi in the shower. In the shower with, with the loofah. He's the, apart from Mutaki, he's the only doctor we haven't seen the topless in New Who. Yeah. <laughs> like, he, he broke. He broke it. Yeah. If he, then it would have been Mutaki would have had to have been topless. Yeah. John Pert with the first one we saw totally naked, even if it was from behind and from the back back up. Probably, yeah. Because there was definitely crack on show there. It was a sailor sailor and it was tattooed. The only doctor that regenerated with tattoos. It it was a prison mark. Yeah. Okay. Have we finished? I think we've finished. We've we've waffled on nonsensically. Yeah, indeed. But we want to know what you guys would like to see from the the 60th and before that, the BBC 100th special. Just go nuts. Write to us via show at staggeringstories.net. Woohoo! Oh boy. That was like an evening at the Fitzroy. That yeah, was. <laughs> we have no feedback, obviously, because, you know, this is all timey-wimey yeah. stuff. We apologise to anyone that does send us feedback for this episode, but due to the fact that the universe has gone all tits up, we won't get it until after we've actually sent this out, which is before we've recorded it. And this is Adam's fault for being in America, <laughs> so American chums beat him. <laughs> oh, do we want to do a game? Panel? Yeah, before we go, I mean, it's tradition. Let's do a thing in five words. Why not? Okay, I've got one to start with. Okay, okay. 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 Right. Starey, scary, curly and legless. <laughs> Could it be the head of Pertwee? Who we haven't said hello 
Hello, oh, oh, no. no. oh. one, two, three. Hello, head of Pertwee. Hi, Terence. Hello, Terence. Dangerous Churchill, Nazi spot. spot. Graham's yeah. still trying to Graham. get up. He's, he's must he's have had the arms and legs are going like a tortoise. <laughs> oh, bless him. Yeah. And various other things. <laughs> yes, yes. So that was an easy one. Indeed. Go on, Adam. Another quite easy one, I think. Too orangey for death ravens. Too orangey for death ravens. Clara? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Okay, this one's an easy one. Carnivorous rampaging plants that kill humans. Well, that's Sorry. six. No, it's, it should say carnivorous rampaging plants kill humans. A crinoid. No. A crinoid. No. A trifoid. Yes. Yeah. Audrey too. <laughs> Johnny Bravo flies beyond the beyond stars. Pike. He's <laughs> yeah, yeah. quiff. Johnny Bravo here. Yeah. Okay, my second one. Multiple personalities in short form. Mm, okay. That, that's an easy one. <laughs> no, I didn't say it was easy. Oh, good. Good, good, good. <laughs> Although good. it is, and you will kick yourself. One of you will definitely kick yourself. TV? No. Oh, Film? Oh. oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, TV. <laughs> <laughs> I thought your answer was it was a TV. No, 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 no. Just to narrow it down. The doctors. Uh, no, multiple personalities in short form. Short form. You'll understand why it's not Mr. The ben. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Doctor Who related. The Eleven. No, oh. multiple personalities in short. K nine. No, short is key here. Clara. That's why I said you'd kick yourself. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Do you Go have ahead. a second? Oh, yeah, yeah. Special river quality testing drone. Special river quality testing drone. Mm. Why whenever I see him, I think we have a song. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> river quality testing. Yes, They're testing the quality of rivers. Oh, yeah. At least that's what I assume it is doing. I'm worried. The the um, killer's spacesuit from that killed the doctor when it came out of the water oh, that had river in it. Yeah, yeah. no. The, the astronaut thingy. No, no. Yes, <laughs> no, okay. no, not that. But the uh, silence, yeah. the silence in the library s- <laughs> th- um, suit. Yeah, is it yeah. Doctor Who related? It is Doctor Who related? Yeah. Is Ooh. it to do with River Song? No. Okay. Is it New Who? No. Old Who? Mm-hmm. Well, is, is it the pool cleaner from um, Paradise <laughs> Towers? Could be, but it is not. <laughs> it's not, OK. What was the clue? Special it's river ah, quality. River quality ah, testing. So ah. it's in a river. The Dalek yep. from... Oh, <laughs> 2150. <laughs> Down there, just testing the quality of the river. Yeah, yeah. That's what they that do. explain why it was there. Yeah. Right, this one's really, really going to be easy, particularly oh, for someone in the room. Oh, God. Classic stainless steel time machine. The DeLorean? Yay! Uh, <laughs> yes. God, you're saying stainless steel and I'm picturing stainless glass thinking, what is she talking about? <laughs> Four-letter word cursing exorcist. Four-letter word now, cursing I'll take, exorcist. Yeah, two. You've got two possible answers. Oh, it's I'll Joanna take. Constantine. Constantine. There, there, there seems to be a, a Gemma Coleman theme running there through is. this. Yeah, it's not natural. It's completely <laughs> inadvertent. <laughs> Constantine, like Tyne and Weirs, is how I remember it. <laughs> when I get, she a, did when I swear a lot. She's under her breath mostly. When yeah. I finish Lucifer, that's the next one on the list. I finally s- found somewhere where I can watch Lucifer all from the beginning. Oh, it's so good. Uh, episode oh, yeah. six. One of our listeners, Peter Mabbott. Hi, dude. I'm sorry. Episode six made you cry. Welcome to the club. <laughs> Apparently, they are the same character. Lucifer from, from Sandman and Lucifer from Lucifer. Oh right. Yes. Because I love Lucifer in is, Lucifer. Admittedly, they're played by different people, but yeah. they are meant to be exactly the same character. 
Because, yes, I don't know if... Lucifer the, morning star. I don't know if yeah. the TV series gets through it, but certainly quite early in the comics, Lucifer quits. Yeah. Also, also uh, quite well, a that's few... That's t- what he does. He takes a vacation. That's how he ends up in Los Angeles. Yeah, exactly. Also, yeah. quite a few times, Neil Gaiman has been a continuity announcer on Lucifer. Lucifer. <laughs> I've recognised the oh, voice. Oh, really? I didn't yeah. notice that. He sort of sets... Not every single time, but yeah. a few, few episodes, they've needed a scene set. Yeah. And you have a voice over from Neil Gaiman. Oh. Any more? Neil anymore? Gaiman does the um, the narration in um, the Cats one, doesn't he? He he's the the buzzard, the skeletal bird at the yeah. beginning. I, yeah. yeah, he's narrator in the uh, Audible yeah. version. Yeah. It's so. it's really weird because a lot of graphic novels and a lot of film TV series and that I've really really liked. I didn't pay much attention to who wrote them. Yeah. Mm. Turns out I've been a Neil Gaiman fan for a long time. <laughs> yeah. I just yeah. didn't realise it. <laughs> any more for any more? Nope. No, I'm done. I've got one. I've, oh, got, I've, got, one. I've got a potential one. I've got, I've got another one. You, again, it's going to be easy to get. White, blue, red, elegant weapon. Mm. Is it a toothpaste? <laughs> well, I, I would say I, I would say the new paradigm Daleks, but they're also, not elegant. Yeah, white, blue, red, elegant weapons. Sorry, weapons. Sabers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I've got another one. Open and shut leggy case. She might open her legs a lot, but she has not. Oi! No, but she doesn't have uh, long legs. Open and shut leggy case. Well, Amy Bond and Miss Gillen first come to mind. Leggy. Um, um, Grimwald's Grimwald's case is is travelling case because that's got oh, legs. Oh, uh, the the luggage. The luggage. The luggage. Yeah. yeah, Grimwald's For, luggage. Not, no, not Grimwald's. No. From uh, Discworld. Yes. Ah, oh, same kind of idea, <laughs> isn't it? L- luggage with legs. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay, I have one final one then. Uh, Humpty's Harem and Strange Windows. Humpty's Harem? Harem. Play school. Yeah, play school. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's enough of this nonsense? We better go. Yeah. yeah. And so that brings us to the end of another podcast. Whoa! Thank they seem to come around so quickly they these do, days. Don't they? <laughs> but fear not, in the next one there'll be more of the same, more fun, frivolity and jollity, more news and reviews, more who old and new. But until that, Leaping lizard with <laughs> leopard skin leotard leaning lasciviously on a lamppost comes lolloping towards us <laughs> with eyelashes. That's not an L, that's an E! <laughs> lashes, lashes. <laughs> My lashes. This is me, Fake Heath, saying farewell. Goodbye. Au revoir. I can't wait for the galaxy outside to get a little nicer. You have been listening to the Staggering Stories podcast series 1 number 402 featuring Adam Purcell, fake Keith, Jim Riddler and the real Keith Dunn. Views expressed here are those of the speakers and don't necessarily represent those of the other speakers on the site. No copyright infringement is intended and this has been an El Presidente production for www.staggeringstories.net. How are we going to start this one then, Jean? I don't know. We, we haven't come up with anything. Well, we should think of something, shouldn't we? I don't know how we're starting this one. I don't know, we haven't got anything. We should come up with something. If we haven't come up with anything. We should think of something, shouldn't we? What is that? What are you doing? I'm dropping what, what, things. What, 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 she, what, took, what, she took that spider better than the last one. Yeah. What, what, what? It's going to be a Zoidberg now.